When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm trying to elevate small talk to medium talk. Hi, I'm Alexander Chester, and I am here to... Yeah, I'm not going to go there. And I'm Alf Skanensky, and I thought we were cool de la... And I'm Shamari Gasner, and I am a great sweater folder. Welcome back to Pretty, Pretty, Pretty Good, a Curb Your Enthusiasm podcast. Today, we are here to discuss Season 3, Episode 8, Crazy Eyes Killa, which originally aired on November 3rd, 2002. And if you are uh, remotely astute, you heard that we have a guest on the podcast today, a third member of this podcast, uh, Shmaria Gasner, who went to high school with, with Av and I, and uh, also college with us. And that's partly why he's here today. The very first episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm that I ever saw was in November 2002. Not the night it aired, but a couple days later. Shmaria called me to his dorm room and he said, hey, you have to watch this show. Shmaria, do you remember this, by the way, or no? I vaguely recall it. I do remember, though, making sure that anyone who did see Curb Enthusiasm, that I did show them this episode because it was a remarkable episode that would get someone into the series. Yeah, and that's exactly what happened. So you said to me, you have to watch the show. It's the guy who created Seinfeld. And he has this new show. And I'm like, well, well, I haven't heard about this. What's it about? You're like, just, just watch this episode. And I watched this episode, and I was immediately hooked. I had to run back and watch all of season one and season two and season three on DVDs, and you know, uh, the rest is history. So, Shamaria, first, why don't you tell me, how did you get into Curb? When did you get into Curb? Because you obviously got into it before me or off. Sure. So, actually, I'm sort mm-hmm. of backwards. I actually got into Curb, actually, before I got into Seinfeld. My sister uh, got into Curb Enthusiasm, and I was visiting her, I would say, once a week. And we would watch episodes. And I would I watched Seinfeld a little bit, but I was never really hooked onto it. And I would say after I watched Curb, I then started watching a lot of Seinfeld. So I'm sort of backwards, but my sister really got me into it. And so, and so, Crazy Eyes Killer was the episode that you used to proselytize and to get as many people as you could. How many uh, How many people other than me did you convert into Curb fans? I think I got uh, Ari Diskin to watch it, okay. um, and I can't remember who else. Maybe maybe Brian Schlusselberger, like Jill Goldfarb. I, I kind of have this vague recollection of maybe those other, uh, those other individuals. But I do re- definitely recall that this was the episode that I remember the first time, uh, I mean, the first scene, I just was dying of laughter. Like, I think I spit out, you know, my water when, uh, when I was watching the uh, first five minutes of the episode. Yeah, it really is an incredible episode. I'm so excited to recap this episode today. A spoiler alert, because we're supposed to rank these episodes at the end of the podcast, but it's probably my favorite episode that we've done to date. And it's an episode, I watched it, I rewatched it for this podcast the other day, and then as soon as I finished watching it, I then immediately went and watched it a second time back to back. It's like just so good. So uh, why don't we uh, jump right into the recap? Yeah, um, do you want to introduce the uh, fourth host on this uh, podcast? Yes, we have a fourth yeah, guest today. Say- for those who listen to my other podcasts, you know who he is. Uh, he doesn't have a name yet, but my son... He didn't uh, say a line. He, he didn't say a line from the episode. Yeah. He was born on Monday. We are recording on Thursday. So he's been alive for... This is his fourth day on Earth, and he's the sixth podcast. 
that he has sat in on. Can we call him Crazy Eyes? <laughs> you can definitely nominate it, and I will speak to my wife. Crazy Eyes, Chesta? <laughs> Let's see. How crazy are those eyes? Does, does, does he take off his sunglasses in the video? He definitely has those crazy eyes. Yeah, uh, um, he, he is literally my Caucasian. <laughs> he belongs to you. That is yes. the case. <laughs> All right, so I apologize in advance if he makes any uh, loud noises in a. No, no, we're uh, but... we're very excited to have him. Have you like, bubble wrap? Do you have a chart of all of his podcasts so that you can like log his podcast for his entire life? Yeah, to submit it to Guinness Book. Yeah, um, he's a pretty standard baby. He's uh, you know, he's made out of baby shit. These are uh, his feet are made out of foot <laughs> shit. And... <laughs> his ears are ear shit. So. <laughs> all right, well, let's get started off. That's not started. All right, we may uh, we may want to earmuffs it for. Uh baby boy Chester. Oh, he's going to hear some offensive things. Yeah. Um, all right. So we are... Oh, I assume uh, you're going to be transcribing the whole episode, right? Yeah, we're going to take some liberties. Every here. word that Larry David says, <laughs> I want to hear it come out of your mouth. Yeah, well, uh, we're going to have to improvise. Really good, yeah. <laughs> we shall see. We'll see how this plays out. All right, so we're at uh, Wanda's engagement party, and Wanda is showing her engagement ring to Cheryl. Cheryl's very impressed. Uh, we, yeah, we start out with this close-up on a boombox that yeah, looks like so, it's from 1993. <laughs> like, yeah. I would assume if you're like a very successful rapper, you would have a better sound system than like this boombox that's at least a decade old. Right, and then it immediately goes into the extensive uh, ring that he got, and then like I think it was Wanda's father who was, you know, said something like, you know, I don't care about rap, but you know, I I care about rap, and if you can pay for those rocks, yeah. <laughs> so, and then we have the thirty dollars stereo that you got. Yeah, from, exactly. probably, probably got it from you know, from Best Buy or some other brand. No, like Radio Shack, some other brand that no longer exists. <laughs> I was trying to think of all those stores that closed down. That Circuit like, City. Know, Circuit City, exactly. Yeah. Circuit City. <laughs> So yeah, so uh, as Mario said, Wanda's dad, he doesn't love the idea, but you know, keep it, if he can pay the bills, he's good with it. Um, all of a sudden, everyone hears a noise. We turn around, we see Larry David stomping on bubble wrap in the middle of the room. <laughs> Which, um, by the way, Cheryl, like, my kids are in 100% agreement. It is a lot of fun to jump on bubble wrap, but it's completely insane for an adult man to be doing it at this party. <laughs> <laughs> like this episode is going to have a lot of weird moves, but like this is just, what is Larry doing here? Right. I mean, it also might be to him like it's cathartic for some reason. Some people just get so irrational because they're like, "Oh, this makes me relax," or just. But I think he. So has, does he have anxiety? You think because this is obviously not his crowd. Um, I think he just he saw the bubble wrap and he's like, "Oh, this this is fun," and it gets. Yeah, fun. I think he just thinks it's fun, and like Larry David can't be bothered by social conventions that say you don't jump on bubble wrap at a yeah. formal right. engagement it, it, party just right. because you think it's exactly. fun. Exactly. Like, no, it is, I do it is Chekhov's bubble wrap because uh, it will come back. Yes. Right. And also, this wasn't yeah. his past. He was not really so engaged. Yeah. yeah. I think he's is. just like a little you, kid out there. Whenever he's hanging out with Cheryl's friends, you know, in season one, usually it's a bunch of uh, very Midwestern uh, white Christian people. In this episode, it's uh, a different crowd, but still very much not a Larry crowd. Right. Yeah, Cheryl basically uh, touches on what you're saying. She wants to know why Larry's not mingling. He's like, yeah, I'm, he kind of feels like he wants to get out of here. I'm going to head over to Jeff's house. I Turns out Jeff is, he's getting allergy shots now. He's back in the house. Everything is cool with Oscar the dog. Great. Oscar the dog can return in future episodes. So put a, put a pin in that. Yeah. 
Cheryl says, well, come on, why don't you stay for 10 more minutes? Um, which is, you know, really, we should already just pin, put a pin right here and say Cheryl is the villain of this episode. Because, but for, yeah, if she's, if she's yeah, just, just like, you know what, you know what, Larry, just go, go, go see Jeff. <laughs> I mean, probably Larry would do something, just a different stupid thing and like there yeah. would be a different episode, but, you know. Yeah. At least one of those Cheryl, has, Cheryl has only herself to blame. She forced Larry to stay at the party. She forced yeah. him to socialize with crazy eyes. When Larry w- says it's time to go, it's time to go. Only bad things will happen. <laughs> so, fine. He has 10 minutes. So, he goes over and he strikes up a conversation with Wanda's fiance, who says, Larry, oh, you're a writer. I'm a writer. I wrote some rap lyrics. Maybe you could help me with those rap lyrics. I think he said, like, I wrote a song. I write my own lyrics. Yeah, which is a yeah. weird brag. Like, we would assume you do. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I guess there's probably a lot of, in, in like the music business, there's probably a lot of like people that like work together and like they have a writer that like writes for them and they do the singing. Yeah. Right. Uh, read us some of the lyrics that yeah, Crazy he, Eyes he, reads to Larry. Yeah, he, he was All right. really proud of, of himself. It seemed like yeah. he was very proud of like he wrote his own lyrics. Yeah. You know, like yeah. Was- so, so the song is called I'm Coming to Get You, <laughs> which is, uh, yeah, it's very dangerous sounding. Yeah. Um, and it contains, uh, contains a Rice Krispies reference, uh, it's like snap, snap, crackle, pop. No, 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 no. Let's hear the words off. Come on. Oh, I, don't, I didn't write down that part. But it ends with the line, I'm coming with you. I'm coming for you, motherfucker. I'm your crazy eyes killer. Larry suggests dropping the word motherfucker and changing it to bitch because he already said fuck once and doesn't need to repeat it. Yes. So I feel like on Curb, what we've learned so far is you want to be on HBO so you can say fuck. Yeah. But you should only say fuck once. You don't need to say fuck a lot. Just like show yeah. that you can say fuck. But like stop. You have to like keep saying fuck over and over again. And bitch uh, is a I word that you use for someone that you disrespect. So I need to apologize <laughs> to someone who I may have called a bitch on a podcast yesterday. <laughs> a different yeah, podcast, well, but yeah. Yeah. Thankfully, that was like only like the, that wasn't like in the top hundred things that people have said to her recently. So yeah, apparently she so, took yeah. she t- she took it with uh, with gumption. Yeah. Crazy eyes. Very excited with Larry's uh, editorial comments. <laughs> Yes, he really um, likes his suggestions. He's very warm towards him, and he refers to Larry as his N-word. And then wait, in what's, what's the N-word? Um, I don't recall. <laughs> Crazy Eyes really um, elevates this uh, medium talk to uh, to large talk. I would say with his uh, transition. <laughs> yes, <conversation>. yes. <laughs> I wrote down this is the biggest non sequitur in history of television. <laughs> <laughs> like so, Larry, person who I just met. Do you enjoy going down on a woman? Well, let, let's, let's say what he says. Do you like to eat pussy? There you go. Yes. Okay. I said I wasn't going to say all the words. You can take some yeah. of the words. Yeah, some of the words. Your mouth. And then Larry's face is amazing because he was sort of like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, and, uh, yeah, I like it. I like it. But, you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this conversation is really what puts this episode on the map and makes it so iconic because it's like, it's just so shocking. Even like to, even now, it's like still shocking to see. Like you can imagine, two thousand one to like see people talking about this on television was crazy. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Shamaria, what's your favorite flavor, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> Shalom Bombay. <laughs> hey, hey. So Larry, you know, he responds. He says, "Yes, I do like it, but I'm like a little lazy." Uh, it hurts my neck. It's a whole to do. Which I recall this comes up again in another episode where somebody somebody gets hurt, like in a car accident or something, and Larry insists that like there's only one way that you can injure your neck. Yes. 
Vehicular so, like, Palatio is the name of the episode. He's very, yeah. he's like very specific about like that going down on a woman makes you the only neck. neck. Like, like this is like yeah. a running theme in yeah. her. Yeah. If someone injures their neck, neck there's injury. only one way it happened. Yeah, right. there's only one possibility. Yeah. Even Crazy though we saw eye. Cheryl Crow earlier this season injure her neck, so maybe it wasn't from the car accident. Yeah, her car got by, yeah, yeah. By. it's a good theory. <laughs> um, so Crazy Eyes is disappointed to hear about Larry's uh, lack of effort. He says he got to do it. He says his favorite type of woman to do that to is an Asian woman. I, it was interesting that I feel like there's almost something like progressive about the way that he uses the P word because he's not using it to refer to a woman in a derogatory way. He's referring he's, to the actual gender. He's talking to the actual body part. Now, that's not the best, you know, it's not the best term to use. But he's also referring to women as flavors based on their ethnicity. Yeah, yeah. So. no, no, no. It's all, it's, it's bad. I'm trying to put, I'm trying to look at maybe there's some tinge of like something in there, but I guess yeah, not. Very respectful. He's, he's fine, very fine. Respectful. I, I retract it. Crazy Eye is not an admirable figure in this episode. Fine. Yeah. Um, La- oh, he says Asians. Larry reminds him, you know, Crazy Eyes, you're getting married. You can't do that sort of stuff anymore. Oh, he By says, the way, no. it's very inappropriate of Larry to say that leaving aside that he doesn't know this guy and if the guy is cheating on his fiance, don't get involved. But also he has no idea the nature of their relationship. Maybe it's an open relationship. Maybe it's, you know, who knows? And Larry just very presumptuous here, I think. Right. But I think the guy who's, um, you know, you know, going to be stomping on bubble wrap in the middle of the party. Would, <laughs> yes. He's you know, presumptuous. I think, okay. I mean, I, I, I think he's overstepping his boundary. Yeah. I'm going to be on team Larry in terms of it's like, you could presume that most people when they get married are not expecting that their spouse is, sleeping around with other people uh, if, if you're marrying like a very famous i don't know it's sort of like i guess know, fine if he's if he's right right if he's when, a big when you, rapper, when you marry like a professional athlete or right. a professional yeah, musician you could be right i feel like there's understandings usually yeah you could be right you could be right I, yeah, yeah i retract all right ignore everything i've said in the last five minutes i'm saying all sorts of wrong <laughs> but yeah you know larry's saying you know you can't you can't do that sort of stuff anymore what's wanda gonna think he says well you know man i i have no choice um, i can't live without it i love all the different flavors um, and I, you know, I just need it. Um, and Wanda's not going to find out. Yeah, Wanda's not going to find out because, of course, it's not going to be from him because you are my Edward. Larry heads over to Jeff's house. Uh, Larry comes in. He welcomes him to the neighborhood. I guess Jeff lives nearby now. Um, they admire the new place. Jeff gives him the script. Susie comes in. Everyone's being very nice and chummy. Congratulations. The house looks beautiful. And then Susie offers him the tour. This, this scene really hit home to me because I mentioned earlier that Susie, Susie, both in like looks and also like somewhat in behavior, very much is like one of the main realtors in my neighborhood. So like her literally giving him a tour of the house, I was like, oh yeah, I've done this with this woman. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that was so fun. The woman is but probably related like, to you know, Susie. She might be. They, yeah. they, look very, they look pretty similar. Yeah. So he's like, oh, do you want the tour? He says, no, you know, I get it. Bedrooms, bathrooms, I get it. I get it. Which I mean, I also this, get is, it. this is very good foreshadowing for uh, later in the episode also. I mean, everything of this episode really goes well together in a very beautiful yeah. way. Yeah, it's a well-constructed episode. Yeah, so th- he, this is like kind of like, we'll, we'll see it later, but it's like the same complaint that Larry has like when he goes to New York City in, in season four, and he's like in a hotel and like the... Yeah, he shows him how to use the lights and how to... Yeah, he's yeah. like, this is, uh, this is the remote. This is yeah. Kate's channel. He's like, yes, thank you. So it's like a very similar thing. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, oh, this is the tour. Yeah, I get, yeah, I know, I know what a house is. So <laughs> Susie is furious. He says, "Get the fuck out of here! Yeah. You're not going to take the tour and get out of my house." <laughs> um, and, and, and Larry's like, "All right, I'll take the tour." Like, no, I, I, I want to give it to you anymore. She says, "I'm turned off," turned and the off. and the way she says "turned off." 
makes me so terrified to be her husband. Like, what does she say when she's turned on? <laughs> I'm turned off. Yeah. yeah. She, the, the, yeah. The, the accent really comes on when she says, I'm turned off. Yeah. yeah, so Larry's like, okay, fine, maybe. She's, she's over it, as you said. That freak of fucking nature doesn't want a house star. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like most uh, Larry Susie relationships could be defined as like their exchanges are like, okay, like Larry's being kind of a jerk, but Susie's being psychotic. Yeah. Just like you take the tour. Like, it, and she came off so normal, and then all of a sudden it was like, snap, which is yeah. like the perfect. Well, Susie doesn't suffer Larry's gladly. Yeah, I, I mean, I do feel like Susie in the early seasons is kind of like inconsistent. I feel like we've been seeing in terms of like whether she like hates Larry. Like sometimes it's like yeah, their friends. The it's like, oh, it's, yeah, it's consistent. It's like consistent. It, it goes back and forth. But like later seasons, she like la- like Larry is her is her nemesis at that point, and like yeah. they still like socialize, but like she does not like Larry. Shamaria, are, are you a fan of house tours? Do you like looking at nice beams? Uh, I would have to say no. Um, and whenever I go to somebody's house and they want to offer me the tour, I do have to say yes but in my head i always go back to this and say i get yeah. it i get it <laughs> yeah you, you don't have the balls like larry does to us so. yeah i mean and then the uncomfortable part when, they start, when they take you upstairs like, let me show you the bedrooms and yeah so i don't i don't do upstairs i'm like yeah i, I don't need to see the, be- the kids bedrooms so yes. yeah uh, upstairs like, is the same on every house right yeah and they're like, no let me show you this bathroom it's great let me show you yeah bathroom. whatever fine yeah you, you don't have anything i haven't seen before a kitchen yeah. it could be interesting how they set it up like yeah, if they no, have a a master bedroom or a master bathroom might be a cool bathroom they might have a really nice tub or something i don't know but yeah the kids bedrooms is where you draw the line yeah, it's just like, oh, oh, really? They always oh, you did bunk beds, okay? Yeah. <laughs> a bold choice, okay? Yes. Oh, Your bath is mat is light blue. blue I would not have seen that coming. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, okay. Oh, your girls are into princesses, okay? And then That's they show you like, oh, we have to renovate this bathroom. Like, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> you can come back and get the house tour 2.0 when the bathroom gets redone. Right. It, it's sort of like extreme home makeover. We'll show you what we did our yeah. bathroom. And, and... Now, if a friend of mine has renovated him or herself. In that case, I'm a little more interested because I'm sort of impressed to see the skills that my friend has. But if you paid someone to do this, like, okay, great. We can, like, anybody can, you know, pay someone else to do work. Like, I don't need to see it. Right. The other obvious exception is if, like, someone has, like, a ridiculous house, in which case, yeah, show me everything. Yeah. Like, when you have your indoor basketball court and swimming pool, yes, of course I want to see that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would have accepted, not ju- Larry accepts the tour from Crazy Eyes, not just because uh, it's Crazy Eyes, primarily because he learned his lesson from Susie. But I would have accepted from Crazy Eyes because Crazy Eyes probably has a crazy house. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's like yeah. I, there, there are certain people that if they're like, oh, you want to? Yeah, I'll take the tour. Yeah, give me the yeah. full VIP tour. Yeah. I want to know everything about this. Now the question is, would you if they are if they forced you to take a tour of the kids' bedrooms, would you ask to lie on their beds to just get the full experience? This way, you get. <laughs> I mean, the, yeah. The that's no the tour. Well, really. I think if you ask to lie on an acquaintance's child's bed, is probably when they show you the door. So <laughs> that it's like the tour is done. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, it's like Susie. They throw you out of the house. Yeah, freak of freak of fucking nature. Yeah. Took, laid down in my kid's bed. You're like, but, I'm, but I'm turned on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very good, very good. Uh, all right, let's go on. So we uh, head back home, and Cheryl asks Larry, "Oh, so how did you end up liking the party? Uh, did you get a chance to talk to Crazy Eyes?" Uh, they agree he's quite a character. Cheryl says, "Yeah, he loves the ladies, and he gets around." which Larry's a little bit taken aback. Cheryl Cheryl's, say that. Cheryl's statement makes no sense in the context of referring yeah. to somebody as a flirt. Yes. Flirts yeah, are, you, don't, it, you don't refer to somebody flirting as getting around. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, that makes no sense. The mis- yeah. The misunderstanding yeah. here doesn't really track. Yeah. I would um, assume that Crazy Eyes has a number of songs that describe, um, you know, some of his preferred activities. 
Yes, I don't think so. Yeah, he doesn't seem like the type to hold back. Even yeah. what he told somebody, he did the first. He thing probably he has him. a song called "Different Flavors," <laughs> right? But maybe he's just an observer of life, like what I've heard. People yeah. have told me. Oh yeah, he's heard. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he meets a guy for the first time. The first thing he does is read very violent rap lyrics to him that he just wrote <laughs> that was very threatening, and then tells him. Uh, oh, by the way, I'm, I know you're at my engagement party, but I like sleeping around with different women. FYI. Um, but not even. It's specific. He enjoys right. cunnilingus. Yes. Right. Right. Very specific. Um, yeah. uh, my, my wife has a, uh, a former roommate and close friend from college. I hope she's not hearing me tell the story. Who uh, is not the sharpest tool in the shed. And she was uh, once uh, showing Jen some guy that she had uh, matched with on one of these you know, swiping apps. And she said... She, this is Jen's friend talking to Jen, she, and, but I was there. We were getting drinks together somewhere, and she says, he has this word in his profile. I don't know what it means in, in his hobbies. What does this word mean? And Jen looks at it on her phone, and the word is cunnilingus. Is it? <laughs> cunnilingus. And so, hobbies? And so, so, so Jen looks at her. She's like, blank, really? You don't know what that <laughs> means? And so she looks at Jen, and she's like, it's a sex word, all right? <laughs> and this is somebody that the girl swiped on already. So anyhow, yeah. Well, I, think, even... I, I, I haven't really been on any of these apps, but I don't think swiping means you're committed. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, with, since we're speaking of this girl and various dumb things she says, this girl also, uh, the entire time she lived in New York City, she never rode the subway. And the reason she explained is because the subway is so expensive. A monthly Metro card is like $110. So she says, I just cab it. I just cab it. You cab it, it's $10 every time. So I just cab it. <laughs> So I just cab it became a running joke for me and my wife for years. <laughs> I just, just cab it. She just cabs it every day. It's it's ten bucks as a, a metro card for the whole month. It's hundred and that's a lot more money. So right? he's not wrong. Opportunity cost. She's right. You know, ten dollars is less than one hundred and ten dollars. That's so, like yeah. the was it Shaq who had that whole spiel about like you fill you fill up your gas. Yeah, like, <laughs> and that like it's you it's I don't remember exactly what it was, but no, it's like, like, like he saves money by always filling it up when it gets to half. Right, yeah. right, exactly, exactly. Because <laughs> when I fill it up, it's ten dollars. When you fill up, it's twenty five dollars. Always so, filling it up. So I'm quick. saving. I'm saving ten dollars every right. month. Exactly. Yeah. For, former guest on the podcast, Shmari. Before we had you, we had Sha- Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> wait. So wait. Do we know that this is really Shmaria and not a Shmaria impersonator? Yeah. Well, unlike Shaq, we were on video this time, so we can confirm. Right. With Shaq, okay. we, we only had audio, so we, we could, could confirm for the audience this is the actual Shmaria. Yeah. yeah. Unless, yeah. unless, yeah, unless yeah, this, how many doubles there are there? Unless the Shmaria impersonator not only has the voice down, but also the makeup, really well done. Right. Like, uh, like Isaac says to Jacob, but it's not only yeah. the way you look, but also the sound cold, of your voice. Cold <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. So it must be Shmaria. Yeah. All right. It's Shmaria. Good. The audience will stay aboard. Okay, so Larry's like, oh, I guess so you know that he that he's like that? She's like, yeah, everybody knows. He's like, okay, um, even Wanda knows? Yeah, of course he knows. How could you not know? He's like, okay, I guess, but because Larry's thinking, this time, well, you know, he seemed to be really serious about keeping this a secret, so it surprises me that everyone knows this. Turns out what Cheryl means is that he's just like a little flirty with women, yeah. but now because of the way Larry was acting, she now assumes it must be that she, he's sleeping around and cheating on Wanda. So, yeah, as we said, it doesn't really, Cheryl's, what Cheryl means doesn't really work well, but whatever, it's fine. It's, you know, they wanted to get to the point of Larry accidentally. Maybe maybe Wanda sent her as like a trap, like, you know, just to say that one line to see uh, what would happen. See how Larry reacts. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, because it does seem like Wanda obviously is already onto him, like prior to this. I guess, like, but is right. she? She's happy to be engaged to him at the engagement party, and I guess, but like, when she finds out, she's when like we see her at the end of the episode, she doesn't seem like a woman who like just found out that her husband or her fiance is cheating on him. Like this, this must be like an ongoing thing. Well, she probably listened to his lyrics, so <laughs> yeah. I mean, that would be a good place to start. She got blinded by the rocks. Yeah, uh, I, I wonder uh, how disappointed Wanda's uh, father might be. Or maybe he doesn't care because he said all he cares yeah. about is the rock. Yeah, all yeah. he cares is the money. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so Cheryl, Cheryl's like, I need to call Wanda and tell her. Larry tries to stop her because he says, no, he's going to blame me. You know what he's going to do? Have you heard his lyrics? If you betray me, you're going to die. You'll suck in my dick. I'll put a nut in your eye. That's a nice scenario for me. So do me a favor <laughs> and let's not. <laughs> Cheryl's like, what are you talking about? That's just a song. Larry says, no, if you tell Wanda I am running away to Antarctica because I want to live, I want to have both legs, and I want to keep my penis. <laughs> Alex, I don't know if you recall this. A couple of years ago, there was actually a Supreme Court case about like threatening rap lyrics and whether they were like protected speech under the First Amendment. It was a pretty interesting case, but like pretty, pretty, pretty interesting. Yeah, it was like this this guy was like posting like very threatening messages on his wife's Facebook wall and then like claiming that these were like songs that he had written and that therefore it was like protected speech. Oh, I see. Oh, but, but, uh, but, 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 it, but he, he wasn't a celebrated rapper like Crazy Eyes. No, it was just like, it was like bullshit, but like yeah. they, like he like won unanimously. It was like crazy. Anyway. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It was like, no, this is like artistic speech. Yeah. So Larry wants to keep his penis. I don't really blame him. <laughs> um, Alex, how does baby boy Chester feel about keeping his penis? He'll be losing part of it on Monday. So oh, that's, that's unfortunate. Yeah. That's unfortunate for him. Yeah. <laughs> or fortunate. Depends, you know. People have different opinions. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So uh Larry and Jeff are having coffee together. Jeff mentions that the reshoot for the Scorsese movie is gonna be tomorrow. And remember, you have to bring the jacket. Because obviously this is a thing. Um, Larry's in charge of bringing his own wardrobe for the movie. I guess that we learn later, somehow he must have taken it back and ended up back in LA with him. But yeah, it's kind of a little far-fetched, but we'll go with it. Yeah. Steph's like, by the way, the other day, like you really could have just taken the house tour. It wasn't a big deal. Wouldn't have killed you. But Larry says um, that house tours make him feel queer. Yeah, very strange adjective to use in that scenario. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, very bizarre. Yeah. And this is where he complains about looking at nice beams. <laughs> hey, you got some nice beams. <laughs> I feel like the word queer, like it's like if it's almost has like a different use now than it do- did then. Yeah, like the word has changed since this episode aired. I feel like this episode aired not that long ago that it had a different meaning. I think Larry's just using a very strange word in the circumstance. I well, I guess I just feel like it used to be used more like in a derogatory fashion by yeah, like people, but, 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 but also and now it's more, used but, but more also, as like a positive word. Larry, um, you know very vociferously insists that he wasn't homosexual in just the last episode also for a total in a totally inappropriate way so larry does have a little bit of gay panic i think yeah yeah i know you know i don't really know how these things work i'm confident in saying that larry david's not gay yeah but i'm also pretty confident in saying that you do not become gay from going on a house tour (laughs) probably not Um, I've heard like I've heard friends coming out stories it never started while I was going out of house (laughs) when I suddenly realized I looked at those beams (laughs) right yeah you never know though yeah I guess can't be too can't be too careful if you're Larry David Um, yeah and then uh, Larry very bizarrely as he's enjoying his coffee 
decides to show Jeff an example of him doing a commercial for the coffee. Yeah. He does, uh, you know, he takes a nice sip and looks to enjoy it. Uh, yeah. Very strange, very strange tack on to that. Very strange. It's really odd. I, I, uh, really odd. Yeah, it almost feels like they're like, oh, maybe we'll cut that out later. And then they were too lazy when they were editing and they just left it in. <laughs> As we sometimes do. I think you say, well, that's yes. really good coffee. <laughs> yes. So, it's not uh, as good as Kramer's ad for Hennigan's. We're back at home. Larry is calling Cheryl. She walks over and steps on the bubble wrap. She gets really annoyed. She says, fine, I'll finish popping the bubble wrap later today. Which, again, like he's being very childish about this. Yeah. Just throw out the bubble wrap. It's like causing a lot of problems for everyone. Also, yeah. <laughs> is this the same like set of bubble wrap? Like, Why is there bubble wrap at both houses? I mean, we get – well, but uh, I guess we live in an Amazon era. So back then, you didn't yeah. have bubble wrap as often. We have bubble wrap at my house all the time, and we, and we have to ration it out because my sons fight over it. Right. Much like Larry. But yeah. So, that, yeah, there's like – why was there bubble wrap out at the party? Like, you don't have bubble wrap at a party usually. So Larry maybe like the, So maybe Larry was opening the gifts, or maybe they had started opening gifts, and maybe, he's in one of the – Maybe, like, gifts. Larry's, like, really like a child, and the bubble wrap is his toy. He's just he like carrying around – he's, like, yeah. carrying around bubble wrap with it. Like, it's his, secu- it's his security bubble wrap. Yeah, I exactly. That's I what I think. Yeah. That's what I think, because clearly we found the source of the bubble wrap is the David's residence, and we, we, we can tie Larry to the scene of the other bubble wrap, obviously. Yeah. I think there's no other explanation. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and he like and he can't give up the bubble wrap. He's like, okay, okay, I'll finish popping the bubble wrap later, and then we will be done with the bubble wrap. He can't just be like, yeah, okay, fine, good. Um, so all of a sudden, he realizes he can't find the jacket. Cheryl says, I threw it away because it had a hole in it and it was ugly, and I didn't even know you still needed it. He's angry because he does need it. It's established in other scenes, and it's going to be a problem. They're not going to be able to shoot properly now. Um, obviously, this was Larry's responsibility to have the wardrobe for this Marty Scorsese movie. That but this has, is Cheryl. This is the second time that Cheryl has thrown out one of Larry's right, jackets without, without discussing him. it with him. Like yeah. Cheryl's the worst person, and like she already saw how upset he was last time when she threw out his, you know, his um, his shooting night jacket from Seinfeld, the ugly maroon one. So for her to do the same thing again, uh, it's uh, frankly it's a little bit poor writing on on you know in terms of curb. I think that they could have come up with a different thing than Cheryl throws yeah. out the jacket again. Yeah, it's but, it's right. She intervenes in a way, or she's just really a really terrible wife who makes the same mistakes over and over again. Right. Although, as we discussed, I feel like a lot of it is like, yeah, when you're married to Larry David, like sometimes you have to do stuff like just like preemptively throw out his shit because otherwise, like you have bubble wrap. It's just like not going to happen, right? You're married to a guy who brings bubble wrap to engagement parties. But it's like, oh yeah, there's a hole in this. Yeah, because he just got shot through it in a movie. Like, and she knows she went to the Martin Scorsese shooting, right? Yeah. The the other, the other big flaw that. Sorry, go ahead. You think she watched it or cared? Maybe she didn't even care. Well, but she was super excited to see Martin Scorsese in there. Yeah, and we, see, and we see her at – she was on the set watching yeah. him do a scene where he's wearing this jacket, I believe. Now, the other part that makes no sense is they need the continuity of the jacket, but yet they can film – instead of filming in New York in front of, like, the Brooklyn Bridge, they can film in L.A. The whole being in L.A. versus New York thing really doesn't make sense. Like, Cheryl says that the jacket is from Mitchell's on Melrose, uh, which, by the way, is where Larry got the shirt um, from, for the deceased Chet. Uh, which is ironic since Chet's window, Barbara, will appear uh, later in this episode. But why would a movie that was being filled in New York be buying clothes from like a random boutique in L.A.? That really doesn't Oh, is it possible that the, that the movie filmed in both New York and L.A.? Like for like outdoor scenes that they wanted like the city they did in New York and then they filmed the rest. Of, I mean, like, I, I, guess, I guess it must studios. have been. But it's very clear when Larry meets uh, Martin later in this episode that this is the first time that they've seen each other in L.A. Because they have a whole conversation about, oh, Martin, yeah, you're yeah. in L.A. now. And, you know. 
So yeah, I, I guess it could be that they were doing the rest of the movie in LA and like, well, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a fair question. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she says, Oh, I think it was for Mitchell's, which again, like how would she, she saw a tag on it or something. Yeah. It doesn't like, he didn't buy the jacket. But we do know that Mitchell's has tags on their clothes because that's how Larry found, again, he, that's how he found Chet's shirt. So Got it. Okay, fine. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay, so maybe you can go there. Maybe they'll have another. Yeah. So we, uh, Larry heads over to Mitchell's, and thankfully they have the jacket. He gets the last one. Great. Episode is over. <laughs> Happy ending, right? Do you, do you recognize the man uh, working? Or in fact, it seems like owning uh, Mitchell's. It might be oh, Mitchell himself. I did not. Oh, he's one of the Sklar brothers. One of the Sklar brothers. From what is that? Who's the Sklar brothers? Sklar brothers. Yeah, who's that? Uh, the Sklar, they're like these well-known comedians, and they were more so like 10, 15 years ago. They, in Sklar fact, they might have been bigger. At, Google the Sklar Brothers. You definitely I'm know Google the Sklar Brothers. They've been in a million things. They're both from St. Louis. They're big sports fans. Guys, the, the Sklar Brothers, Mr. Sklar, he was our principal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is, is, is he involved in this? <laughs> you got, but, all right, you Googled Sklar Brothers. You recognize yeah, I don't know. I don't know who these people are. Now. Well, that actually makes sense because he probably sold white shirts and ties in his, in his yeah. Yeah, for, for kids who were not following dress code, he would uh, make a side business by selling it right on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so you guys don't know who the Sklar Brothers are, but I, I'm sure that we have listeners yeah. who know who the Sklar Brothers yeah, are. Yeah, I mean, no, they seem like they're, on, they're in a lot of stuff. I just am not that familiar with them. Yeah, they and they're on know. podcasts. They're like comedians. They're twin brothers. Yeah. They have a bunch I believe of, you. Yeah, they're Jews. Are they like, they're on like those like comedy bang bang type podcasts? No, because they're, they're like a previous generation. They're a little bit older. Got it. So, yeah. Okay. But, but they've done, they do a lot of sports stuff also. Like they always host SB kind of stuff uh, 10 years ago because they're big sports fans. Got it. Anyway. Okay. It doesn't yeah. matter. But uh, yeah. I wouldn't say that Jason Sklar or whichever Sklar this is. I don't know their first names. I wouldn't Jason. say that. He, it's, Jay- it's Jason. This is Jason. Okay. I wouldn't yeah. say that Jason is the most famous person to ever guest on, on Curb. No, point. I wouldn't think so. It's, it's close between him and Shaq and Martin Scorsese and Ted Dance. Yeah. No, he's definitely up there. Just he's yeah. not number one. Yeah. <laughs> um. So great, they have the jacket. Larry says, you know, maybe I'll look at some other clothes. Uh, he likes a sweater, but it's not in a size. So he's like, okay, I'll get it. He starts folding it, putting it back. The salesman says, oh, don't worry, I'll take care of that. Which Larry just can't be a normal person and accept for some reason. Um, he insists, this, but the salesperson insists, and they go back and forth, no, let me, no. I'm like, no, I have to do it. Um, and he says, no. The salesman's like, no, like, I have to do it because like, we have a specific way of doing it, and like, what you're doing is stretching out the sweater and rooting it. For some reason, this doesn't convince Larry. He thinks the sale, like, he's like, like, like the guy who owns the store is like, no, like, let me do it like the way we do it in my store. Yeah, this guy clearly doesn't just work there because he ends up telling the guy behind the register, like, don't sell the stand. Like, he clearly, either he's the owner or at the least he's the manager. Yeah. I'm assuming he's Mitchell himself. Yeah. I'm yeah. Ass- I'm assuming he's Mitchell. Yeah. Yeah. So Mitchell. He said, me, he said to me, you're insulting me in my own store. Oh, yeah. True. Good point. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So Larry keeps poking. He becomes belligerent. The uh, Mitchell, that is, he tells Larry to leave. And not only must you leave, I am not going to sell that jacket to anyone. So which don't is, you try. Which is very smart of Mitchell because, like, it, Larry, obviously, in season one, where he tries to send Richard in to buy the, uh, the, the jewelry, right. Cheryl. So Mitchell is onto that scheme. He says, don't send any of your friends. Although I imagine that if Martin Scorsese himself walked in the store, Mitchell might have sold it to him. Yeah. Like, oh, we're going to have your jacket in a film by Martin Scorsese. That might be good advertising for Mitchell. Yeah, it might. Yeah. Um, as Larry gets shot, he says, "Not my Mitchell's jacket on Melrose." <laughs> well, Larry starts to make fun of him and how you know it's not that difficult to fold; it's not complicated. And yeah. then the guy says, "Actually, it actually it is complicated." So the question is, who's the bigger who's the bigger jerk? 
Well, Larry is because like there's no upside for him. Just take the jacket and get yeah, the hell the, out of the store. The guy, the guy is like customer service. The guy wants like, yeah. not, like who cares? Like what's yeah. the worst thing? The guy, I have to refold it when he leaves. Like I think he's the bigger jerk. I think he's worse. Oh wow! Me. So you're on Larry's side here. I'm on Team Larry. Like it's not unheard oh. of for a guy to say like, oh, I can get it, and the guy says, please don't do it. He's like, I just want to do it. So okay, do it, and then I'll undo it. Like customer service instead of like I want to throw you out of my store because you're you're not folding it the right way it's a flex by mitchell though that he is so successful that he knows that he doesn't even need to uh like kiss up to uh celebrities when they come in the store right that's why he's the bigger although like if he was literally like rooting the sweater then like but but i I agree with Shamar. i don't believe that he was rooting the sweater i think that mitchell has is a little bit persnickety about how he folds his sweaters and so he makes up some bullshit about oh you're ruining the sweater exactly but i still think larry's in the wrong here because like he's allowed to be persnickety about the way he folds Holds the sweaters in his own store for sale, like right. But I think, but I think that what ended up happening was, you know, if you're if you're a, a manager or an owner of a store and you see a weird guy come in trying to fold all your stuff, I mean, fold your your sweater, just let it go. Yeah, and then fix it after he's done. Fix it yeah. after. Yeah, that's definitely the more tactful way to approach it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and still and and also still sell him the jacket so that you get money in exchange for the item in your store, which is your business, yeah. instead of keeping it for spite. Which, oh, by the way, is literally going to be in a Martin Scorsese movie if we haven't already pointed that out. So, but anyway. Right. Well, does he know that or not? Because when I would assume that when the woman, uh, when the wardrobe woman came to acquire it in the first place and she bought at least two, so she bought the backup, she probably said to somebody, oh, by the way, I do wardrobe for Martin Scorsese. I feel like that's probably a thing you say when you're buying clothes. Probably yeah, it. but he might not remember like who bought that jacket six yeah, months ago. I guess. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but yeah, but re- what really should have happened when Larry realized the jacket was missing was he should have contacted the movie and told them to take care of it. Hey, I hear Mitchell's might have it. Oh yeah, Mitchell's. That's where we originally bought it. Yeah. We'll we'll reach out to our contact there and tell them we need the the replacement. Yeah, but he was he was afraid. That's why he gets mad at the wardrobe lady at the end of the episode. But he didn't he didn't want to bring it up because he was afraid. He right. He care. right. He wanted to take care of it. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Okay. So yeah, so like he tells him like don't even don't bother trying to send it one of your friends. Larry says, You think I would send one of my friends to your piece of shit store? Which is a lie, because Larry's been here several times. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so we're back at home and there's a note on the fridge that says Cheryl went for drinks with Wanda and don't wait up for her for dinner. Larry is scared. He starts to have a he imagines Cheryl telling Wanda about crazy eye killer cheating and that she heard it from Larry. Yeah. I love I love Cheryl's drunken confession yeah, Larry's imagination. Larry. <laughs> And Cheryl totally doesn't care in Larry's imagination that uh, she's totally ratted him out, which is yeah. quite true to real life, actually. Yeah. Yeah, she wouldn't care. She would sell him out in two seconds. Yes. So this is a funny scene. We see Larry trying to track down Crazy Eyes Killer, but he doesn't know his real name. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's calling the operator, asking her to look up information. Last name Killer. First name Crazy Eyes. <laughs> um, <laughs> but if that's not working, he suggests maybe there's a hyphen. Um, or there's some alternative spellings. Maybe you could have Killa with an H at the end or I's with a Z at the end. I do love that Larry just assumes that this is the guy's real name. <laughs> right, Why does he call he that assistant of his and say, hey, find out the real name of Crazy Eyes Killa? <laughs> yeah. In 2002, the internet existed enough that you could search. Maybe it wasn't on Google. Uh, you ask Jeeves. You can want to ask Jeeves or Yahoo or something and find out, like... Yeah, but I don't think people would have automatically assumed that. Like, people still got phone books and used them in 2002. Sure. Larry David wouldn't, but he would say to somebody, like, again, his assistant, you know, who he, uh, from time to time, goes to when he has questions. Like, this is not that hard a thing. Like, if the Crazy Eyes is such a well-known rapper, you can... I don't feel like it's that hard to find out his real name. 
Like yeah. If I say to you, what's Ice Cube's real name? I feel like you could get that information even without the internet. You could just like ask a few people. And... Well, they would Google it. Yeah. Ice. His first name is Ice or is Ice Cube his whole last name? I'm not really sure. What was that text messaging website that you would send a question? And Tell me. Oh, I, I used to use it. Yeah. They used, it, it cost like 40 cents. Each Harold, Harold worked for them. Yeah. And then you would, like you like, would text like, and they were like, it was someone who would like look it up for you and then send you the answer. Yeah. yeah it would be like within like 30 minutes. Oh, man. Like, I can't remember what it was called. Yeah. Someone Google that. But, but this is 2002. So the internet was, you know, Ask Jeeves was in like 98, 99. By now, I, was Google around in 2002? I don't remember. But just for sure. Start, I think it was just starting. Yeah. But yeah, but Larry's pretty much a Luddite. We know that. So. Yeah. But Larry does manage to find his way to Crazy Eyes' house. So somehow this works. Because so, he's found his way to Crazy Eyes' house. So whatever he was doing with the operator <laughs> succeeded. He opens the door. He welcomes him in. You're my N-word. He asks, oh, oh do you know where Wanda is? And Cheryl went. Uh, Crazy Eyes says, oh, they said something about tea bags, which is actually helpful. Larry knows what that means. Because I didn't know what tea bags meant. Yeah. yeah. I assumed it was a euphemism for another activity. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> that was my first thought. But I was like, no, this actually, yeah, I guess that's the name of a place. I don't you got to have all different flavors of tea also. All different flavors. <laughs> in your eye. Tea in your eye. So Crazy Eyes offers Larry a tour. And this time he accepts. Uh, he shows him the dining room, points out there's tables, there's chairs, this is where you eat, <laughs> this is a floor, these are steps. Made up some floor <laughs> shit. The four, 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 four shit. Three, I asked for three, they gave four. There's a room. This whole scene is absolutely uh, incredible. <laughs> yeah, Larry's surprised the bed is small. He agrees because he may want to have three or four motherfuckers there at once. Yeah. <laughs> Larry's like, yeah, if you, I mean, if you got a three or four, then you need a bigger bed. <laughs> um, Larry, Larry has a piece of garbage that he wants to throw out. Um, he asks Crazy Eyes if there's a garbage can, and he, and he says, "Man, just throw, just throw it on the floor." All right, now um, I have a question here. So yeah. Crazy Eyes screams out, "Delicious, delicious!" Tell, my, uh, tell Matilda to come clean this shit up. Uh, my man Larry threw something on the ground. So Matilda is the maid. We know that. Yeah. Who is delicious? <laughs> I don't house know manager. who delicious is. I was I spent manager. a lot of time trying to figure out who delicious no, is. No, the house manager. Oh, is that what it is? Is that a thing? Okay, oh, so yeah, delicious delicious is in char- delicious is Matilda's boss, you're saying. Oh people yeah, people who have, you know, humongous houses, they have house managers to take care of repairs and just make sure the house is up and running. I was assuming that delicious is an attractive house manager. Okay. And Matilda is like a German matron. So there's like a whole you're saying there's like a whole team of people here and she's like the maitre d'. But well, we don't see any of them, by the way, the whole time. Because he likes, you know, different flavors. Yeah, right. that's true. Oh, so she's like the pimp almost. Yeah, so, she's the one that, she, the one so that obtains the ladies. So he's definitely had the German flavor from Matilda, is what Mario is saying. <laughs> oh, I was talking about tea. <laughs> of course you were. Uh, Larry um, seems to really enjoy this uh, system, though. Yeah. So this guy, Crazy Eyes, is like the exact opposite of Larry's neighbor. Yes. Like he's like, oh, please throw trash in my floor. And that guy's like, no, you may not even throw trash into my garbage can. Yes. And then, of course, we will <laughs> learn later that Larry's cousin, they believe in the concept of trash, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it has to stay hidden. Right. Yeah, they put it in the pantry. Yeah, but that's season 10, so we're going to get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> Yeah, so if any listeners have an idea, uh, so I guess Shamaria thinks that Delicious is the house manager. But wouldn't the house manager be named uh, like Jeeves, uh, much like the uh, the internet search engine of the time? Yeah, well, I delicious? think what which, which is suggesting is she serves a dual purpose. Uh, okay. Yeah. But so then wouldn't, shouldn't Wanda be a little suspicious? Because she's not suspicious because uh, when Larry goes over to them, Wanda says, oh, yeah, there's probably a bunch of uh, women over there engaging in activities. And Larry says, no, no, just Delicious. <laughs> just delicious. <laughs> Someone named Delicious uh, would never cheat on uh, uh, Right, yeah, you don't have to worry about it. It's just Delicious. 
Uh, should I name my, my son Delicious, Chester? That's Delicious a bad idea. Or is that really more of a, gr- a girl's name? It's a beautiful yeah. name for a girl or a boy. I mean, is there a difference these days? Yes. So, we live by definition, country. all names work. Yes. All right. Uh, del- well, certainly all names work. Uh, Crazy Eyes Dreams Delicious, it is. Yeah. So uh, while Larry's in the room, he actually spots a jacket in the closet. And what do you know? It's the exact jacket that he needs. He tells Crazy Eyes Kill all about it. Larry same jacket, says, oh, same size. What a yeah, perfect. You could have it. Larry Even thanks him. Chris Williams, Crazy Eyes, is like eight inches shorter than Larry David. Is he really? I mean, he seems I, much shorter throughout the episode. Yeah, I didn't, yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't pay attention. Uh, Jared Jerobo, let us know. Yeah. <laughs> Good assignment for Jared. <laughs> Jared, I'll, I'll text him. Yeah. Find out how much taller Larry David is than Crazy Eyes Killer. Yeah. <laughs> um, Larry says to him, are you my Caucasian? And then he heads out. Mic drop by Larry. Um, so Larry heads over to the uh, restaurant or bar, what have you, and he sees Cheryl and Wanda. Nice. They're together with Barbara, Chet's uh, widow from earlier in the season. Um, he explains that he, the way he found them is he went over to Crazy Eyes Killer's house and Wanda immediately refers to him as a son of a bitch. Don't you know he's cheating on me? Cheryl, Cheryl gives Larry a look as if to say, like, I didn't tell her. Like, so, like, don't, you know, out yourself. Barbara throws in, of course, well, if my, my husband is dead, so I wouldn't, and even then I don't fuck around, which yeah. is classic Barbara. What, is, what does that mean? She plans to stay celibate for the rest of her life? I don't know. She's whatever. She's still, like, in her, like, woe is me, I'm the first person in the history of the world to have their spouse die. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, whatever. I don't want to make fun of someone. Great, but, again, she's, she's very over the top. Yeah. But for sure, we're not making fun, but, like, when your spouse is dead, it's no longer called fucking around. It's called, <laughs> right. Exactly. Know. It's called, right, having a relationship. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, nope, you might. Uh-huh. Uh, I will tell my wife when I die, she must stay celibate for the rest. Of <laughs> Out of respect to me. Yeah. And and if she doesn't, she's fucking. She's cheating on me. <laughs> and even though I won't know, yes, she still shouldn't. Oh, I'll haunt her for the grave. Yeah. Uh, Wanda wants to know. Oh, well, was there like a big fuck fest going on over there? Larry says, <laughs> "No, just delicious." <laughs> Which really should be suspicious. Yes. Larry wants to know if she told you, if she told Crazy's eyes yet. Well, that's she not didn't. true. We know no, no. at least Delicious and Matilda were both there. Yeah. Well, so, Matilda's probably not threatening. Well, I don't know what German. Yeah, fighting. who knows? Yeah, it's possible, right? We don't know. He wants to know, have you told him yet that you know? And when you do, will you tell him how you found out? I would, who told you? <laughs> the other person. She says, no, I'm just going to say I heard from someone. Generically like that. Uh, this makes Larry very nervous. <laughs> and he suggests, no, I think, you know, you should really be more specific about who you heard from. Because otherwise, he might think the wrong person is the person that told you. And that that would be bad for that person. But Wanda doesn't care about the wrong person. Yeah. But here's the thing. If Crazy Eyes casually mentions this to Larry David 10 seconds into meeting him, it's quite likely that he's spilling this all over Right. Town. Yeah. So now the fact that Wanda confronts him immediately after hanging out with Cheryl, okay, that puts a little bit of the suspicion on Larry. But otherwise, it's weird that Crazy Eyes just assumes that Larry's the culprit. Unless Crazy Eyes bonded with Larry so strongly after his editorial contributions to well, his rap. no, I would connect the dots because he just went out to dinner with Cheryl. Yeah, yeah I mean, that is the, But Wanda apparently knew before this meal. So maybe, maybe Barbara told. Uh, although I don't really know how Barbara found out because her husband – yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if she comes home from dinner yeah. with Cheryl and says, oh my God, I hear you're cheating on me, like, he's going to assume it was from Larry. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, but Wanda doesn't care about Larry. Yeah. And by the way, Cheryl uh, really doesn't seem to care too much either. She, I guess she's... Uh, well, she's she, drunk. She's very... Yeah, she's drunk. Cheryl looks very good at the bar, by the way. I, I would have yes. danced with her, widow or no widow. Yeah. And by the um, way, later in this episode, Crazy Eyes will agree. So Cheryl... Uh, 
asks Larry if he wants to dance. Uh, he says he can't. He like, kind of like looks over at Barbara. Wanda says he's being so dumb because you could see how liquored up and horny she is. Yeah. Wanda says she's going to head over to Crazy Eyes now to confront him. Cheryl asks Larry to walk her to the car. He thinks that's silly. What am I, a deterrent? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Doesn't he also say, yeah, you tell him, and you also yeah. make sure to tell him who you heard it from. <laughs> yeah. And, and Wanda's like, and I'll tell him I heard. <laughs> yeah, you, you tell him who you heard it from. <laughs> yeah, it's like when my wife like, hears a noise and she wants me to like go see him. I'm like, and let's say it's a robber. Like, what am I going to do? Like, he'll just he'll kill me and then kill you next. Like, what's the difference? Like, why can't, he just, why can't we just wait upstairs for us? Well, best case us? scenario, he only has one bullet. So he uses it on you and she survives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess that could be that, that could be her plan. Yeah, <laughs> she did just in, uh, suspiciously raise the insurance policy on me. <laughs> so they're back home, and Cheryl wants to know why he didn't dance. Uh, he says he didn't want to upset the widow. And Cheryl says, "Well, how about upsetting your wife?" Which is a good point, because <laughs> um, given that she's the person that you live with, uh, Larry realizes that she's really drunk. Larry clarifies. Let, let's just confirm you didn't tell Wanda. She confirms. Cheryl says, by the way, what did you say to Crazy Eyes about oral sex? Yeah. And Larry is annoyed that Crazy Eyes would repeat such a thing, um, but frankly shouldn't be surprised. And he doesn't want to talk about it, but eventually he gives in and says, well, what I said that, I, that it hurts my neck. <laughs> Cheryl think, does, doesn't think that's appropriate talk with a stranger at a party, <laughs> which is true. <laughs> which is true, although I don't put the blame on that for la- on Larry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Larry says he didn't think that would work on Crazy Eyes. <laughs> Crazy Eyes, I don't think that's an appropriate conversation topic for a party. <laughs> um, so all of a sudden there's a knock on the door, and who is it? It's Crazy Eyes. Uh, Larry runs upstairs to hide, but as he comes in, Larry steps on the bubble wrap, which alerts Crazy Eyes to his presence, and the bubble wrap comes back. Uh, Crazy Eyes thinks you must have been you who told Wanda. Larry promises he didn't, but he doesn't believe him and tells him he wants the jacket back. Um, Larry goes to get it, and Crazy Eyes tells Cheryl that she's fine. Yeah. He's interested in that flavor as well. Yes. He seems to be interested in all the flavors. Would you have brought up what I... If you were Larry, if you saw you were in this predicament, would you say, well, why did you rat me out in terms of what I don't like? There's no upside there. Yeah, there's no upside. Maybe he'll say, like, you know, let's call it even, and I get to keep the jacket. Yeah, uh, he, he's at, at the moment he's more concerned about his testicles and his that's true. <laughs> that, that is true. Yeah. yeah, it's like he's not like in a position like, like yeah, like in theory you might be right, but like you're negotiating with a person who like literally might kill you. So uh, by the way, Crazy Eyes in the song lyrics never threatens castration. He he threatens to nut in Larry's eye. <laughs> but Larry keeps talking yeah, about that's his not penis. so bad. He keeps Larry keeps talking about his penis being disconnected from his body, but at least from the lyrics that we heard, there's really no evidence that that's a concern. Yeah, well, it's possible he hasn't, like, analyzed them that closely. Yeah, perhaps there's other lyrics as well. I don't know. But Larry may have exaggerated there. You know, I wonder if they're actually, if we can actually Google if there are any songs by Crazy Eye Killer, like any other real songs. Oh, I, I did search to see if there was any uh, Crazy Eye's, uh, you know, background that they, that they produced. I feel like if this was a show on AMC in 2017. Yeah, I mean, this was, is like, like Dave. Well, but Dave is a real person, yeah, who actually has all these amazing Well, songs. in 2020, it would be a real person. Like, they would get, if not... No, but, I'm saying, but Dave was a real person before the show. The show was copying his real-life story. Yeah, I'm just saying, if, if, if in season 11 of Curb, if they had the same story, the person who plays Crazy Eyes Killer would be, like, a professional rapper who was yeah. also an actor. Yeah, not Vanessa Williams' who, random brother. Who would be, like, quasi-playing themselves or actually playing themselves. Yeah. Who would this have been in 2002? Jay-Z was pretty big in 2002, although he was in New York, not L.A. 
uh, Snoop was in LA, but you know, he was, who, who was like sort of a, a big a rapper in 2002 in LA who was sort of, see, uh, we don't know Tupac. how famous Tupac. Well, no, Tupac's killed in 95. I know, but I'm saying he's still a, a famous rapper. Yeah, yeah but, but, no, but he's saying, not getting engaged to Wanda. <laughs> in 2002. No, they bring, they bring a, what do you call it? Resurrected Tupac. Uh, hologram Tupac. Yeah. How he's famous is Crazy Cousin. Eyes? It's not Barbara really Cousin. clear. He, he's, he's wealthy, but. He's, uh, yeah, he's definitely successful. Yeah. But like he could have had like I mean, one hit single, and that was like enough to buy a sick house. He does yeah. seem like sort of a, a a cheesy kind of rapper a little bit. No, what's his name again? The guy Coolio. He might have been popular in two thousand and two. No, Coolio, Shamaria, your rap uh, chrono- chronology is a little bit off. Coolio was what, big in like 90, 94, 95. 1995, So that's seven years later. He still had that one song. Yeah, but but Crazy Eyes is coming. I mean, it, well, so you're saying that Crazy Eyes has passed his prime. He's a rapper who was big which, seven years ago, which is consistent with Mary Wanda. Yes. To be fair, I don't feel like a, a, a rapper at the time. Like a 26-year-old rapper in his prime is not marrying Wanda. Like, no offense yeah. to Wanda, it was lovely, but like, that's yes. just not how that usually goes. I, I think you might be right. So, yeah, so maybe it's a uh, over-the-hill rapper who had a one-hit single a few years earlier. All right, so or, we're even, or, even, or, even, or even two good albums, and then like he flamed out after two albums, yeah. and that's it. I wonder if we should like look up if there's a song called Crazy Eyes Paradise, and we'll see if that's true. If that's <laughs> yeah, so like he's, he's retired, but he still has a ton of money in the bank. Yeah. Okay, good. Glad we, uh, glad we figured out <laughs> the, the, the only correct objective answer to that. Yes, we're all Kudela. Yes. Well, the best part is he throws the jacket down from the from the from the second floor. Yeah. Well, he's afraid to get too close. Ultimate, ultimate coward move. Yes, it really is. So, uh, Crazy Eyes assumes you must have told Wanda. Larry promises he didn't, but Crazy Eyes doesn't believe him. Oh, we said this already. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, so Larry throws the jacket down to Crazy Eyes, which gets him even more upset. Uh, he laments losing Wanda, who he loved, which leads drunk Cheryl to start lecturing him about how to treat people. Larry makes the drunk sign at Crazy Eyes and he leaves. Um, Larry notes, you know, now I have no jacket for tomorrow, but his neck is feeling good. And Cheryl smiles. We cut up to the bedroom and we see Larry feeling around for his glasses among a pile of sprawled out clothes. Uh, We see that now his neck hurts and he's trying to clear his throat because he thinks he has swallowed a pubic hair. Not great. Um, so it's the next day, I, I suppose. That time in my life. Yeah. yeah well, I, well, hold on. I so I, I have a big issue with uh, Larry's <laughs> swallowing problem here. Uh, oh, I th- get into this. Yeah. So Av, I think you know the story I'm about to reference, right? Uh, I'm not sure I do. Okay. Uh, okay. So uh, among the uh, the the you know the 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 wealthy classes, the the people of of Cheryl's ilk, the Hollywood wives like Cheryl. I don't. I think that she would be groomed such that I don't really think this would be uh, a problem. I, you know, I, I just, I think that uh, women of a, of a certain class uh, tend to, you know, use uh, certain methods so that this, I just, I, I don't really feel like this would have been a problem. I, I, I don't think that Larry would have had something to uh, swallow accidentally. Well, maybe she just like, she wasn't expecting to have okay, a sexual. Okay so, so I, okay. so I guess you don't know the story I'm referencing and no. I guess, all right. So um, we, all right, this is a, this, this. We're talking about crazy ass killer, so this podcast has already been been rated uh, uh, ch- no children. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's only two one. choices: clean and explicit. Like yeah. I don't know, we we could do like extra explicit yeah. in the notes or something. Okay, so uh, we were, we were at a party at a um, uh, w- with a bunch of like wealthy people who we're not really that friends with because they're all sort of a little bit. Oh, now I remember this stuff. Okay, but yeah, this is a good story. And, yeah, and, and my and my wife was in the room with all these women. So somebody made some reference to. Uh, 
somehow my wife made the faux pas. They were, they were talking about pubic hair. And my wife made some reference to, oh, my wife said something about how when she was a resident and when she did deliveries of women, that she was surprised that everybody was waxed. And all the women in the room looked at my wife as if she was insane because none of them wax because they all use some kind of laser system that removes it permanently, which costs like thousands and thousands of dollars. So they don't wax or shave or anything like that. They use some kind of system. Like literally every person in the room except my wife was totally familiar with this and was shocked that my wife wasn't. So now I guess the answer could be that this technology didn't exist in 2002 or maybe it wasn't as popular a thing in 2002. But at least in 2020, among the, the hoity-toities in, in New Jersey, uh, everybody is using lasers. And so it's not an issue of, oh, she didn't know that something was going to happen tonight because it's permanently gone. So it's, I, it's like one of those places where you get laser eye surgery, you get, you know, <laughs> yeah. you get Dan's deal, you get, 40, you get 50% off the next. Yeah. So the, the <laughs> same machine. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> is it a, I saw that dance deal. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I will ask my wife after this podcast if, to her knowledge, if this technology to which I'm referring is a more recent uh, vintage or if it was around in 2002. So that All might right, be cool. the answer. Yeah. But my, okay. my suspicion is that somebody like Cheryl, a Hollywood wife, would uh, not have something to for Larry to swallow accidentally. Anyway. Yeah. We can follow up on that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so it's the next day. We're at the movie set, and Marty greets Larry. He tells him, I don't have the jacket. Marty's upset because now it's going to be too expensive to reshoot the whole scene. What are we going to do, Larry? Thankfully, there's a backup jacket, which you would think would make Larry happy because now it's like he doesn't have to worry. Instead, it makes Larry upset because he says, why did you make me run around town trying to find this jacket for you and giving me all this aggravation? You could have just told me you have a backup jacket. Um, which, you know, I hear both sides, but Overall, he should just be happy that it's yeah, He fine. should be relieved and he should move on. Um, so we come to the final scene of the episode and they're filming the scene for the, for the movie and it goes on for 10 or 20 seconds. Larry's talking to these guys and suddenly Larry needs to deliver a line and he can't and he's trying to clear his throat because the pube that's stuck in his throat. And the episode ends. And the episode yeah. ends. All right, um, Av, we'll start with you. Uh, how do you rank this episode? Um, I rank this episode very highly. It's a very, very funny episode. Um, it really holds up. It's still, like, shocking, some of the stuff, even in 2020. Like, it's still like, wow, I can't believe this is, like, happening. And, like, as I said before, I can't even imagine in 2002. Um, yeah, so I think I'm going to be the first one. I'm going to give it a five. I think it's, it's a great episode of Curb. It's, it's hilarious from beginning to end. But there's a little sloppiness here and there, but it, like, it's, the payoffs are worth the, like, the little cheats that they make to make the story work. All right. And Av, if I'm not mistaken, uh, this is the – oh, no. You gave uh, five pretties to Chet's shirt the Chet's last shirt. time I saw Barbara. Yeah. So, oh, so I just love Barbara. Barbara's yeah. the best character in the show. <laughs> so which episode do you like more between those two? Um, I think I like this one more. I think this is better. This is a fun okay. So this is the best episode we've seen so far in your opinion. I think so, yeah. Okay, I have already given uh, full five pretty, 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 pretty good to both the baptism and trick-or-treat. Uh, but to me, this is better than both of them. This is undoubtedly pretty, 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 five pretties, the best episode we've seen so far through 28 episodes. Just an amazing half hour of television. Uh, Shamaria, our guest, what about you? How do you rank this from I, one to five I pretties? Would I would say this was the episode that I would get people hooked onto the show. So I would say definitely pretty, 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 pretty. pretty. Yeah. So five uh, full consensus all across the board. The best episode we've seen so far. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I think we're going to have consensus on this next one as well. We'll let Shamari, our guest, go first. Shamari, who is your come with guy in this episode? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, obviously it's crazy guys. I mean, yeah. he's just. I'll take. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not even a question. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. unanimous. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the episode is, is named for him. He immediately, you know, you, you know. I, don't even know, I guess you could say second might be might be the Mitchells, maybe. You know? <laughs> he, he's good in, in his limited role, but right, yeah. But, 30 seconds, but there's yeah. no one else in the episode. Yeah, Crazy Eyes is, is just so incredible. Um, and uh, we'll, uh, ah, we'll start with you for this one. Uh, who's your worst person? Yeah, so I feel like for this one, it's like it's almost easier to just like off the top agree that obviously Crazy Eyes is the worst person, and then move on to who's the second worst person because like there, there, there's at least a difference of opinion. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't think Crazy Eyes is bad. He's yeah, I, don't, I don't think I have, I have, I have, yeah, I don't think Crazy Eyes. Is bad. Okay, fine, all right, fair enough. Um, yeah, I mean, Crazy Eyes um, is very inappropriate, and he's sleeping around, and he's threatening Larry. He comes over to his house basically to kill him. Um, well, really, he comes over to take his jacket back, actually. Uh, he, he, he comes over, he's being very scary. I think that that's just Larry projecting, really, and sort of making assumptions about his lyrics in real life. I think Cheryl's correct that, that those are just lyrics, and that Crazy Eyes is a sweetheart in real life. Uh, very <laughs> sweetheart, apparently, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't think he's a sweetheart, but okay, fair enough. To All me, right. what's unusual about this episode is, is nobody is that bad. Like, like, Mitchell is obnoxious, but Larry was obnoxious to him as well. <laughs> right. Uh, Crazy Eyes announces his intention to commit adultery but like you know as i said before like you marry a dude named crazy eyes you know what you're getting into so i'm gonna say that cheryl is the worst person uh cheryl for the second time uh she loses larry's jacket she doesn't even apologize for it uh she's totally unconcerned about larry's predicament with crazy eyes she's like totally dismissive (laughs) of it and um so i and, and when she knew that her husband was really nervous she just got drunk and didn't care so i'm gonna say cheryl is the worst person to me yeah, I mean, also, we pointed out earlier, like, if she had just let Larry leave the party instead of forcing him to stay for yes. 10 minutes, none of this would have happened. Yeah, but then we wouldn't get a great episode of TV. Uh, Shamari, what about you? Who's the worst person in your opinion? I think Wanda's the worst person. Oh, Wanda, wow. Hot take. And, and why Wanda? Well, the reason why is because, you know, I think that, you know, Larry, Larry was very uh, concerned and, you know, she didn't care and was very selfish. And I know that she was in a bad spot, but, you know, I think that uh, she could have been like, I heard from, you know, I heard from someone. That's like very, you know... I, I heard from someone, you know, where'd you hear but, but, from? But hold on a second. Let's flip this around for a second. So first of all, Wanda doesn't know that Larry knows. So Wanda doesn't think, like, Wanda's right. not being selfish to Larry. She right? thinks Larry's just being, like, annoying. And, and also, if, let's flip it around, where she had found out from Cheryl, Larry would want Wanda to only say I heard without saying the name. So maybe Wanda's <laughs> right. protecting the person. She's, she's not being selfish. She's actually being a good person. Right. She doesn't care about the other, per- the wrong person. She cares about protecting the right person. Yeah. I, still, I still find her the most, to me, the worst. Thing. I don't know why. There's something about right, so, so about Wanda's the worst person in this episode right. uh, for, for Shmaria. I don't know. Crazy like, for the fact that, you know, She's 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 dating a known flirt, I guess. Yeah, guess Alex is uh... flirt. Yeah. <laughs> Any big yeah. celebrities in this episode? We have a uh, crazy eyes, as we said, is Chris Williams, Vanessa's brother, and then we have the Sklar brother. But uh, yeah. that's really about it. Av, uh, should we see what the postman has sent us today? Uh, postman, uh, postman, uh, come uh, here. here Tell the yeah. neighborhood. We first have from Sean Bolmeyer, and he says, "Hey, Av and Alex, firstly, excellent podcast. Thank you." Great listening on my commute to work. Similar to Larry, it has great length. One episode covers me for both to work and back. Your podcast has opened the Pandora's box of curve quotes at work. The most quoted lines happened in this episode. Are you my Caucasian? Yo, delicious. You don't need two fucks. Um, There's some other lines that I would not recommend quoting in the office. (laughs) Okay, so then he says, 
come with gal is delicious. I imagine her to be a model dancer for one of Killa's music videos. Okay, so we have more theories on delicious. I'm glad okay. that this was like something excellent. that a lot of, yeah, a lot of people wondered about. This is this. excellent, yeah. <laughs> uh, worst person is Wanda, same as Shmaria. Okay. Again, she always has it in for Larry, even when he's not in the wrong. Pretty, 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 pretty good. Five pretties. This is the episode I tell people to watch if they have never seen Curb before. Wait, Shmaria, did you just write it under another name? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what's going on here? Wait, is this is Sean Bulmeyer on the podcast, and, and he's playing Shmaria? Shmaria, Sean, yeah, very. You should have at least come up with a a, a more different fake name. Yeah, he also attacked a picture of, of a picture of the painting of Susie. The only downside is after watching too much curbs, I become cynical with social interactions. Like Larry, not great for a middle school teacher. Now, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this opens up such an opportunity. Yo, delicious. <laughs> um, wait hold on in what context does a middle school teacher say you only need two fucks <laughs> why is uh, in, the te- in the teacher's room the teacher's oh room. okay fine is the teacher's lounge still open during COVID times definitely not <laughs> um, he says shout out to Simon if he is listening to this podcast still Simon is the one who made this wall at put, made this for the wall in my office he attached okay so I guess in the place that they were if they have this Susie painting on the wall oh they have a Susie painting on the wall and oh so that's oh that's really cool it's a fun place to work yeah seems like it it sounds like a school (laughs) unless unless it's where he works is the realtor from west hempstead oh and that's why her picture's on the wall because she's the one who owns the the company oh she just looks like Susie. i see yeah it gets deeper yeah she looks like her and she likes giving tours to houses yeah um sean from adelaide South South Australia. I didn't know oh. there was a South Australia. Okay, so then if he's from South Australia, he's probably not from West Hempstead. He might work in West Hempstead. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Quite, quite a commute. He yeah. did say that the podcast is long enough for both ways, so maybe he listens <laughs> at 0.005 speed. <laughs> um, yeah, fair enough. Um, I didn't know there was a South Australia. That's interesting. Uh, I, uh, where is South Australia? Is, is that the name of that island? No, that's Tasmania, the island off the sort of the southern, South southeastern Australia tip. Australia capital is Adelaide. Adelaide. Yeah, yeah I, I sent this to you, and you wrote back. These Aussies are great, which is true. Yeah. I have nothing but I have nothing but good things to say about these people. I've never met a bad Australian. Yeah, they all seem very nice. My, my and, favorite, uh, my favorite mentor at my first law firm was from Australia. And uh, they all seem to figure out how to not have coronavirus anymore in those places. So. Also, yeah. Good on them. Yeah. Well, there's, there, there's, there's fewer Donald Trumps, I think, in Australia. Yeah. Slightly fewer. You only need one fewer. Yeah. That's the key. Just, <laughs> yeah. just subtract one. You're good to go. Okay. So we have a second email is from Zach Brooks. He says, this makes me super excited for Leon and Larry. Um, yeah, I agree with that. You definitely see the early shades of Larry and, and Leon in this episode. Yeah. Um, since it wasn't explained, who do you think actually told Wanda that he was cheating on her? The way she delivered it, I don't think she heard from Cheryl Larry. Yeah, we 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 definitely agree it's not from them. Yeah, I don't know that we have we are we are aware of anyone else that we could even point to. Well, so the only but she seems to have discovered it that night because that's why she's going home that night to confront. So the I have one other proposal which is a little bit out there, but maybe there's some kind of time loop going on. So she found out from Barbara, and then. Crazy Eyes went and killed Chet, but because there's like a time loop, so that actually happened before, but it actually happened after. So the reason Chet died is because Crazy Eyes killed Chet as a punishment for having, for having snitched to Barbara, who snitched to Wanda. And then Crazy Eyes uh, stings 
the crazy eyes kill the song from the beginning of the episode. I'm going to come for you. Yeah. And, but he already and everyone, think, and yeah. everyone thinks it's bad. And he says, your kids, but your kids are going to love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Last email is from Olin Allen. He says, well, that was a return to form, a sublime performance by Chris Williams as crazy eyes. Great rapport with Larry and a few pieces laid out the start that paid off towards the end. Yeah. We put that out as well. It's very well constructed. Plant seeds very well. Uh, the one mild criticism is at the ending with Scorsese probably did home as much uh, with Crazy Eyes being such a dominant figure. Yeah, that's true. Like the B plot is kind of a little weird and just like we never, it's the Crazy Eyes just like blocks out everything else. Yeah, it's interesting. I think that Curb is so focused and Larry David is so focused on getting Martin Scorsese, who's such a huge name as the guest. So they yeah. give him more than he deserves probably. And Crazy Eyes, Chris Williams, who's not a big name, the actor, but it, the character is obviously by far the best. And we'll never see him again. Yeah. Maybe, um, Martin forgot his jacket and they had a limited amount of shooting time they can do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, I think kind of what Owen is saying, and maybe not, if not, then maybe I'll just say it, is that like the, this episode is so crazy eyes dominant that like the episode should have ended on like a plot beat of that story. Not like, yeah. oh, this thing from crazy eyes ended up affecting this Scorsese thing indirectly. Yeah. yeah like you want to yeah. end like on a high note on the crazy eyes story. Yeah, maybe they're driving the car and they hear like a new crazy eyes single come on the radio and it's like a diss track about Larry or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that would be good. Um, yeah, you should write for Curb. Coming for your bubble wrap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. There would be like a reference to bubble wrap in the song, and then they would know it's about him. Yeah. Um, there was a great rhythm to the show and so many little things that made me laugh. The use of bubble wrap later had me crackling. And even in some of the milder setup scenes, such as Larry and Jeff having coffee, Jeff's what the fuck stare at Larry when he did his coffee commercial bit had me bursting out. Barbara coming back was well used also. The one feature of this episode I tend to use in real life is about house tours, love saying, I don't really need a tour. There's bedrooms, bathrooms, I get it. Uh, villain of the week, Jason Sklar as the salesman, in a rare appearance without his twin brother. Uh, oh, okay. So they Owen, even know Owen, who he is in Ireland, Olive and Shamaria. Owen's from Ireland, right? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right. Ireland. Um, come with Guy. He says, as a bro, I just have to give it to my Caucasian crazy eyes. Yeah, just course. don't scare me by sharing information. I don't need to know. Rating 4.5 pretties out of 5. Well, well how'd they lose half? Yeah. Olin, I, expl- I, yeah. Olin, explain yourself. He doesn't like, he doesn't like the ending. I guess so. All right. Uh, next week, uh, Larry has problems with his housekeeper, Dora. Uh, Larry helps Jeff lie to Susie. Of course, that will uh, end up uh, not working out so much. And Cheryl will invite her family for the holidays in uh, season three, episode nine. Shamaria, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, and thank you, uh, you know, uh, 18 years in the making for turning me on to Curb. I imagine it, it's, almost like, um, it's almost like in the uh, Purim story when uh, Mordechai warns Esther that if you, don't, if you don't rescue us now, we will be rescued eventually, but it won't be by you. And so I imagine that I would yeah. have eventually been turned on to Curb, but uh, you are the one who did it. So for all time uh, in the Megillah of my life, uh, you will be the one who is credited with turning me on to my second favorite show of all time. So thank you very much, Shamaria. And if not... In- in the year 2020, you would have heard, like, oh, my friend Av is doing a podcast about Curve. Maybe I'll watch along. I'll start watching. Yeah, let me start watching this show. Yeah. <laughs> what right, are you doing the podcast? Please, Mario, where, where else can we catch you? Do uh, you have any plugs for us? Where am I? I am currently in the state of Maryland, which uh, I cannot visit you because then I have to quarantine for, uh, I think it's like three and a half months now. <laughs> it requires you. Uh, okay, so we, we, we won't visit a person although we may see each other for our fantasy draft or, or probably not yeah i think i'm gonna come in for the fantasy draft but what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna pretend like i live in dc because i think you're allowed to come in from dc so i'm right. coming to get you <laughs> please just please don't nut in my eye <laughs>
All right. Um, I'll write, uh, we'll talk- write some lyrics for you to review yeah. in front of your wife. I'll ask, you know, through. Yeah. Uh, actually, I have a challenge uh, to any of our listeners. If you want to uh, write a, a fake Crazy Eyes Killer lyric uh, or rap song and submit it to us, we will use it as uh, the new outro on our, on our podcast because from everything I know about Crazy Eyes, I can imagine that if we actually got a Crazy Eyes song, it would be... Pretty, 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 pretty.